Hi, welcome back to the Quarter Life Crisis podcast. Um, I'm Evan. Hi, I'm Sam. And we've sort of decided that we're actually just going to change the name of our podcast because after we recorded the first one, um, we noticed that there's actually quite a few people having quarter life crisis and making podcasts about them. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to change it to the name of our second topic, which is what we're going to talk about today, um, being late to the party. So um, I guess I'll start off with a question to Sam. Um, what does being late to the party mean to you? Or what, how does that feel? Well, I guess being late to the party means you're like missing out on something. You're not like there's a there's a set pace on you know what you're meant to have achieved and you know um or yeah like milestones you're supposed to have ticked off but you're not there yet you're like you can see other people doing it and you're not you're late to the party which I mean technically most people like no one turns up to a party on time yeah like society tells you like you don't want to be the first one at a party oh thank god you said that (laughs) But, but but yeah late to the party also like you know like you're just a little behind you're not Keeping pace. And yeah. I guess that feeds into the whole quarter life crisis thing because you're, yeah. you know, like. You feel the FOMO. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I was like killing it at life in like a trailblazer, I don't think I'd be going through a quarter life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely late to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it relates to me in the, that, that same feeling occurs to me when I'm actually physically late to a party. Yeah. Like, you know, when you show up and everyone's already sort of partner up or have like their little clicky groups and they're yeah. talking about something or you know that and that yeah, ship you, has sailed <laughs> you do like the awkward laugh and like sidle up to a group just like yeah, oh, yeah you can't even start with an introduction because everyone knows everyone else already <laughs> see i don't know i think it's always better like okay purely on a social like yeah like party situation i would rather like eat like come in a little bit late and be like hello like if you're yeah. there when everyone else is there and you're all doing introductions, I'm not going to remember everyone's names. Oh, yeah. Whereas, oh, like, no. now I can be like, <laughs> I'm here, guys. You will know my name because I'm late. I was the late one. Plus, I have time management issues. But that's, <laughs> that's a whole different topic. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think I'm just a nervous little bunny to start. So these things already stresses me out. So when it comes to actual adult life or feeling like you're late to the party really builds into that anxiety part yeah. of me that I'm just like oh my gosh I'm not doing something right yeah, look at that person up. having mm-hmm. baby that person just bought a house yeah um and I'm not there yet and I guess all these things that make us feel late to the party so to speak are like bigger milestones that you can't play catch up quickly like if, if, oh, so, yeah. you, if all your friends are buying houses it's not like I'm just like oh I forgot to buy my house let me go out tomorrow and just <laughs> Pick one up, you know? Or yeah, like the same yeah. thing with babies or even jobs. It's like you see all your friends maybe getting promoted or like finding their careers. It's yeah. not like I can go out tomorrow and just like make it happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's all these big, big issues that if you're late, you're late and there's yeah. no easy fix. Like <laughs> yeah. you just have to deal with it. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. So um, what was your plan or like what, what what was your vision of your adult life when you were younger? I don't. So I don't actually think I had a clear plan. Like, really strange, because I remember... So I did want to be a marine biologist, but in my head, I also saw myself working in an office. And it's not like... It wasn't super, like, particular things of what I'm doing in an office. It's just... My dad worked in an office. My mum worked in, like, an office, but lab situation. But still, it was like, I will go to work in an office, which I guess fulfilled. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. 
Um, but but I guess like, and I was I'd never had like clear plans like at this age I'll do this or you know like yeah. I, I had friends who were like at twenty three I'm gonna meet the guy that I'm gonna settle down with twenty six I'm gonna be married I'm gonna and I was just like um I hope I meet a guy like <laughs> in the future yeah. um so it mm. was yeah I never had a concrete plan but yeah. I guess sort of part of what. We, when you're when you're a younger kid, it's like society almost tells you what you should be yeah. doing, right? Oh, like, totally. like you might not think of it yourself, but you know that like, like there's a certain age when you have children. Like this, you know, you you will get married. Like society just sort of subliminally messages you all this stuff, and it's like absorbed into your subconscious. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I don't think I ever had like a plan, but I knew I was going to work in an office. Yeah. I knew I was going to have a family. Which yeah. <laughs> questionable yeah, yeah yeah now i'm just like oh children <laughs> might change um you know, like yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna have a job i was gonna have children and a husband and like i never thought about owning a house but i i have a house you know like yeah yeah you like, have roof over your head yeah but yeah. i guess i never thought of like the details of how i get there Right, right. Yeah. What about you? What was your childhood plan? I had to laugh when you're like, you have a friend that knows all this stuff. I know well, you, you didn't mean friend. me, but, <laughs> but that was me. Well, I mean, if it helps, the friend I was discussing, her, her plans went completely awry. Like, it didn't happen at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, me. <laughs> also you. Okay. Um, so, I guess I was a pretty impressionable child. Um, mm-hmm. And... My parents are great, and I, I think I've probably mentioned it a thousand times, um, that I love them, I look up to them, and it just feels like they did all the right things. Um, my mom got married in her early 20s, had her first child, my older sister, um, when she was, I think, 24, mm-hmm. got done with the whole having kids thing by the time <laughs> she was 30. Yeah. Um, my, oh wait, no, yes, yes, that's right, my dad had me when he was 30 um and at the same time he got promoted to like a pretty good role so kind of mm-hmm. like the manager of the, the street um yeah. and had a nice car bought a house so by the time I was born we had our own property yeah. um nice cars and all that stuff so in my head <laughs> I was like, oh, my mom's perfect. I'm going to be like my mom. Easy. Like, I'm going to get married. I'm going to meet someone in my early 20s. Have a kid when I was like 24. Buy a house before I'm 30. Um, All that (laughs) just sounds like bizarre right now. (laughs) But also, I guess, like, I I, I guess we we talked about being from, like, being immigrants. But it it seemed very, like, easy in in that country because there there was less... I don't want to say choice, but there was like, m- like there was more people doing exactly the same thing. Whereas I think here in New Zealand, it's there's a huge range of like what it means to be the same age, right? Like I feel like mm, there's some people mm. who've got none of their shit together and it's just like very loose, still flatting, like yeah. whatever. And then there's people who are like, like your mum level of put together with a ch- with a child and like yeah. perfect house and a perfect job and everything. So, yeah. but but in um for me in India, and I, I don't know if it's the same for you in Malaysia, but it felt like everyone around me was doing the same thing. And because it was, like, mm. I had a big family and, like, I had aunts and uncles and, you know, cousins and everything, and everyone seemed to be following that that model of, like, I guess for them it was maybe, like, your family found you a husband or a wife, <laughs> which my parents are just like, that's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, very grateful for that. Yeah. But, like, you know, they were just, like, they decided when it was time for you to get married, and once right. you got married you, you found your own house, it was time to have kids. Yeah. It all happened yeah you didn't really have choice in the matter that much 
I I don't know if I can hundred percent agree with that. Um, I think my family is pretty big. Like, mm-hmm. so we do, <laughs> I guess, an array of different outcomes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so yes, some of my cousins are still not married. Some of them are older than me. Some of them um are divorced, and that's not super typical of an like a cookie cutter Asian family, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know. It's it feels really weird to say this, but we just don't talk about them. <laughs> it's it's almost normalized to think that at certain age you need to get married, you need to yeah. buy a house and stuff like mm. that. People who can't afford a bigger house will still buy a house. You yeah. just buy a smaller house, mm. um, and you still sort of move on with that pace that is expected yes. of yeah. you. Um, exactly. Yeah, if you can't meet like the man of your dream, you might settle or you might feel like your cousin is settled for someone yeah. else you, yeah yeah because yeah. she yeah. just knew that she had to meet a man but <laughs> yeah it became yeah. more of like less of like a man of my dream versus just like need a husband because it's time to buy a house yeah 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 yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah so um how has that worked out for you <laughs> married no child no house definitely not not in the Auckland market <laughs> Um, so it does not worked out. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm not like, because like I said, I had such a loose plan. Mm. It was, it's, yeah, I, I'm not like sitting here like upset that those things haven't, well, the house thing, I'd like a house. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> Me too. You know, yes. <laughs> but, so I'm not like sad about those things not working out, I guess for me being late to the party. Yes, I am late to all of those things, but I think as I've gotten older, yeah. I've realized that maybe those things, not doing those things to pace. Yeah. I'm okay with like I've made my peace with it like I right. know I will own a house down the line yeah I hopefully will meet someone and not just be like a crazy cat lady spinster woman um <laughs> down you know like it will yeah. happen so I I think I don't stress so much about those things like mm. I'm okay like I've made my peace with those things yeah it's more the like for me like a lot of, like a big portion of it is just like my career stuff yeah like, it, it's it's finding fulfillment in that area side of things because I feel like everything else is sort of a little bit out of my control. Like, I, not out of my control, but, like, I'm not going to stress about, like, not being in a relationship because yeah. what good is it doing me to stress out about it? I, and as I've gotten older, like, we were t- talking about this a little bit earlier today, um, the kid thing has become much less important to me because I found yeah. that I don't really like children. <laughs> Um, so maybe I shouldn't be having a child if I don't really like children. Yeah. yeah. Um, that might change, mm. although I'm running out of time for it to change. Um, or like we were saying, like, maybe I'll find, like, I'll meet someone who it's very important to them. So then I'm willing to compromise. Like, I'm definitely not closed off to it. It's yeah, just not. Yeah. I, I know, like, if I never had a kid, I don't think I'd, I'd be feeling like I was missing out or. Right. Because I've just never been a kid person. Like, it's not mm. even, like, you know, like, friends of mine who have children. I'm not, like, very... You've never felt yeah. lucky. No, yeah. I, ne- I never have. Like, I can appreciate the cuteness of a baby, but I'm also just, like... Like, I don't need to carry... Like, I don't need to lift it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm fine holding a baby, but, like, the minute it starts to fuss, I'm like, hello. I'll watch it from afar from yeah. now on. <laughs> <laughs> Whose child is this? Because I will drop it off at the nearest basket. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not about to start helping with this. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so that, and that's, again, so, like, I, I don't feel like I'm missing out with the child thing, because I think I've realised I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Which so, is fine, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's I'm not totally, for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I think, like, plan's definitely not gone to plan. Yeah. 
But I'm realizing that maybe that plan that I had in my mind or like even just vaguely thought about. You almost can say that you have like the joy of missing out on that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I didn't do that. (laughs) Although you never know, right? Like I I never think like, I know some people do regret having children. Like I know there's, there's been like studies out there and I remember reading something about like a German, um, like study where like mothers did admit to being like I would like if I knew this was what it was I wouldn't have done it but like right. you can't not do it yeah you can't undo that. yeah so like and if I never have a child I don't I won't know what it's like to have a child so I'm not you know you can't say yeah, you're definitely yeah. missing out because you don't know what it's like or yeah. vice versa you can't say like oh I have my child but now I don't I'm not happy with it but you still you you, you have your child yeah you know so yeah, yeah. I guess mm. Uh, that's so interesting. Plan? How's that going? <laughs> well, I think by the sounds of it, we already kind of know that it didn't quite work out. Um, that's probably why we're still doing this podcast. Um, I, yeah, I no, I definitely didn't get married in my early 20s and start popping out children. I haven't bought a first home. Um, I would say my savings is probably not up to par of what... I imagine myself would be buying a house or having a fancy car or any of those stuff. Career, I sort of feel like I'm slower uh, than what I want it to be. But I'm also fully aware that that was because I had chosen a long degree. Um, and on a personal side of things, I my partner, who I'm I love, and we've been together for, oh God, um, coming up nine years now. <laughs> Do the math quickly. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's younger than me, just very slightly, but I think we have a slight um, difference in our view of like the whole getting married and all that stuff. He's quite happy waiting for a bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. Me being older and more conservative and have this whole thing planned in my head, um, I definitely wanted to get married younger. And mm-hmm. I think that part has always been like the cloud over my head that I've had this partner for years. Why am I not married yet? Um, so that does play into it. But with... It's, sorry, it's just is part of the getting married young though is so that you can have a kid. Like you would only have a kid if you were married. Yes, or, I would. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah, what it leads yeah. into that. Okay, yeah. yeah. I definitely wouldn't want kids before i'm ready for a marriage commitment okay yeah and i understand that that's not just it doesn't mean the same thing for everyone yeah but Mm -hmm. to me i still subscribe to the whole marriage is sacred or or like to uh, to a certain level children is what you're saying yeah 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 and as as, um, stupid as it sounds in this modern day and age i i just don't think it sits well with my more traditional parents Mm -hmm. and i I don't want to say that I do it for them. It's also for me. I also subscribe yeah. to that view. So I don't mm-hmm. want to push it off and brush it I mean, off and say... But it's say, fine. If, if, yeah. if it was just like, oh, it's important to them and I want... Because it's important to them, I want to yeah. do it for... That's fine too. Yeah. Because it's like... It's not like you're saying you never want to get married and they want to, want you to get married and you're doing it all for them. You still... Like, yeah. you're meeting them more than halfway in the middle. Like, it's important to you, and it's important to them, so yeah. you want to make... I'll preface this by saying that I'm not super religious in <laughs> yeah. that sense, and be like, oh my god, I'm going to hell because I I'm going to have kids before I'm married. <laughs> but um, I do come from a more traditional background, and mm. my partner's family does too. He's not so much, but his family is... Yeah. Uh, well, some of the elder people mm-hmm. in the family are a bit more conservative. Yeah. So we... 
agreed that we don't want to rock the boat mm -hmm. too much. And I think that's also a good indication of our readiness to be parents. Yeah. So if we're not super ready to start nesting, disgusting word, but um, <laughs> then we probably don't, we are not too ready to have uh, the responsibility yeah. of a mm -hmm. child. Yeah. So in that side, yes, no, the plan completely out of the window, <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're working on it. We're yeah. working on it. Um, Projects. Okay, next question. So we obviously know how we feel about the whole being late to the party thing. There's a certain level of FOMO, anxiety mm. that comes into it. But um, where does that stem from? Like, are these mostly internal conflicts that you're having or external voices telling you to do things? I definitely think it's, in, for me anyway, it's internal. So, mm. like... Because, like I said before, I think I've learnt to not tune out the external voices, but I've realised that, like, the external voices don't really matter to me anymore. Yeah. And I'm lucky in the sense that, like, um, my parents don't have that, like, that they don't prescribe to the view that, like, oh, you should have been married by now, or you should have, you know, mm, um, mm. like, that sort of stuff doesn't come from them. So, like, like I said, it's more internal. For me, it's more, like... I wish I was more settled in my life in the sense of, like, knowing what I want, mm. having bought a house, just, you know, like, the mostly just knowing what I want, like, you know, having yeah. a very clear vision as to where I see my career, my life, like, that sort of thing. It's very internal for me, I don't think. I really can't think of, yeah, it's not, it's not, even the FOMO stuff, like, I don't, mm. I, I have friends in different levels of life, I said, I guess I should say, like, you know, yeah. married, no kids, married kids, um, single you know, people, I, like, I have friends who are very um, set in their careers, mm, and I mm. have friends who are <clears throat> just, you know, doing, like, the bare minimum in terms of the career, and, you know, so, like, I don't think I ever, I'm not, like, a one to compare myself to those friends, or, like, yeah. you know, like, even, like, other people my age and social media or anything like that, that sort of stuff doesn't really bother me, it's, yeah, yeah it's very internal. Wow, so interesting, because yeah. I'm the polar opposite. <laughs> I'm the ultimate I mean, sheep in like a herd immunity, well, herd, um, what you call it, herd mindset yeah. um, of things. I, and you probably already know this, I follow <laughs> trends, I love trends, yeah. and like my life more or less has been mostly, it, it's not as depressing as it sounds, <laughs> but it's not dictated by the world, but I admit and I acknowledge and I've accepted that, um... That is a big part of um, yeah. what it is, what it, things means to me. So I do look outwardly to compare to sort of like parents, um, friends, co-workers, bosses, mm -hmm. um, just to see where they are, where they're at, how they got there, and why am I at this stage? Mm -hmm. um, and I can't say that it's, I know I don't want to make it sound like a bad thing because it's not always a bad thing and no I mean and also like when you say that I guess I sort of think about like well I say it's internal but what about me internally makes me think like where I'm at right now isn't yeah what it what's a yardstick yeah exactly measurement yeah. And, it, and it must be an external <clears throat> influence maybe I'm just <clears throat> not picking up on it um, yeah or like it's something so you know like ingrained that it's like institutionalized that I don't realize it yes. like because oh, why subconscious. aren't yeah. yeah yeah because why aren't I happy where I you know 
like so yeah, yeah. it must be an external thing i guess it's just more i've so internalized it that now it feels like my inner voice going like it's not enough like you <laughs> okay not, that's more you know, bizarre <laughs> yeah that's getting a bit deep but you yeah know what I mean. yeah like, i know actually, yeah, yeah. yes um yeah so i i don't know i and i do subscribe to a lot of like social media stuff and all that mm. stuff um so yeah most of my sort of pressure come externally and i find that those are the things that trigger me more than anything mm-hmm. and my sort of solution to a lot of that almost always comes internally that yeah. when i ask myself those questions like why why do i feel that way am i actually uncomfortable uh, about mm-hmm. the pace that i'm going at or like the things that i'm doing um do you yeah. think <clears throat> with these external influences mm. are there different levels that affect you differently like is it do you rank sort of um like family members uh like let's say for example this is like a like a fake hierarchy do you go like family yeah. is the first thing that triggers you or like the tr- thing that triggers you the most then it's like friends co-workers then social media or is it social media is number one and then it's yeah. like friends and so do, is there like a hierarchy to your external uh, pressure or yes that definitely and i think it's interesting to say that because i didn't think of it that way in the past i, mm-hmm. I and i don't i don't well how should i say it i i wouldn't have put my finger to it to say that oh you know these are the reasons why certain people or like certain yeah certain crowds affect me more mm-hmm. but it's it's quite a rational um sort of way of thinking as well i guess um how i arrive at what what this person's life means to mine um i tend to compare myself the most or i find that it affects me the most when i look at my peers yeah so mostly high school friends um or uni friends um mainly i guess like when similar demographic yeah, like cause age it's like, yeah. or mm-hmm. um, jobs, yeah. yeah, or whatever that we're in right now. And <clears throat> I almost want to think that education is something that sort of reset you where you are um, mm-hmm. in life. Like, yeah. um, and it should be. It shouldn't be your parents' wealth or whatever. So I, I have seen that, um, you know, friends that came from very similar degree to me, what are they doing right now? Have they right. bought a house and all that yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. Like parents, quite a lot, but that's more personal. Yeah. Um, because I view myself as someone that has quite similar personality to my parents. Like mm-hmm. we have almost the same level of drive. Probably I have toned down quite a bit, but <laughs> yeah. that to me is almost like a disappointment as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should, yeah. I should hustle a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but comparing it to sort of peers is more realistic like mm-hmm. seeing yes. how we are in the society or how things has changed in the last few years or as millennials like yeah. our sitting like the name of the game has changed since the boomer age yeah definitely yeah so since we're talking about boomers and millennials um, <laughs> <clears throat> so um there's this um phrase that people say 30s new 20 yeah do you think that 30s are new 20 or yes. uh, do you subscribe to that view i definitely agree um i would I, I would go a bit further and actually say like um 30 is the new 25 because i definitely oh, don't think oh, 30 yeah. is the new 20 because when i was 20 i was like full of hope full of energy <laughs> you know um, oh young one. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> 
like yeah 20 20 year old me was like yeah let's take on the world like so exciting like so ex- you know just yeah. like full you're of just hope. like a ball of fire yeah mm. whereas like 25 year old me was just like what is this like is this my life like <laughs> you know and that feeling is just extended into 30 yeah like, for sure mm. um yeah I, and i definitely do think as i get to the 30 um almost there um i'm realizing that there's not society sometimes makes you think that like your 20s will end like it will be like a definite thing and yeah and 30 will start it's almost like with this whole covid pandemic where people will be like 2021 will be better it's like COVID's <laughs> not going to disappear yeah on the first of january like it's <clears> literally <throat> going to be the same day as the day before yeah you it's just... like happy new year single link tie and yeah. the vaccine is here <laughs> exactly <laughs> like like covid's just like peace <clears throat> out guys i had my one year like yeah see you yeah. never um so yeah i definitely i realized that like I don't know if that was for everyone, for me, mm-hmm. but definitely society seemed to say, like, your 20s, or like, there'll be a definite end, 30 will be a brand new situation, like, you will be a new person. Yeah. Um, which I don't, it, it's not, as I'm, as I'm going through it, I'm like, no, it's just, it's a continuation of what you were feeling before, it's just, now you put a different number on, <laughs> on, on the age box or like you t- you know select a different yeah. range in your drop down when it's like are you 18 to 24 or do, you, like, hmm. <laughs> do i lie are we, are, are we talking mentally <laughs> so God. yeah i mean do you agree like um, is 30 the new 20 is 40 the new 30 oh my know. gosh this sounds so uh, and i'm gonna expose my age now i am over the 30 mark and i can vouch for the fact that no it like you said it doesn't you don't magically become someone else when you hit 30 Mm -hmm. um but i also from sort of the other side of the number now i don't feel like the 30 is the new 20 thing floats i don't think that term actually floats Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds awful and I sound like a tiger Wait, mom why now. doesn't it float? <clears throat> because it's not like yeah but like why why Expand yeah yeah on that. okay yeah. so the reality is that um, your 20s yes it is going to be like confusing and all that stuff but saying 30 is the new 20 was my excuse mm-hmm. and that has obviously not worked out and it it's so painful when you hit 30 and realize that you've been living a life. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> um, okay, calm down, guys. Everyone have a drink. Have a sip of whatever you're drinking. Okay, so... Um, I love it. Let's, I love how we got like too far into it. And you just, I could see like your internal wheels spinning. Rewind, we're, rewind. We're like your house of cards is going to come falling down that you were just like, reset, need to go to a different topic. Like, yeah. Like, like, Handbrake, you yeah, turn, yeah, come yeah, on. Like, like, uh, drive back. Yeah. I mean, um, it's also like we were talking about, like society makes you think like, yeah. At 30, you should have achieved this, this, and this. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, like, I remember when I was younger, like, 30 is like, whoa, you're an adult. Yeah. And I definitely had, like, so I'm going to be 30 at the end of this year. Um, and in my mind, I remember telling myself at the start of this year, like, okay, you're going to you're gonna set mm. yourself up so that you enter 30 at the best position possible. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to blame COVID, but we all know it's not COVID's fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if anything, COVID gave me more time to get my shit together. I just did it. If anything, yeah. I feel like I've had, like, a little bit of a regression this year um, in terms of just, like, my my spending habits and all of that stuff. Like, yeah. it's, it's almost like I've 
because I put that pressure on myself to be like, this year, get your shit together, that, like, I've crumbled under the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just like, it's the pandemic. That's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't the pandemic. I'm, <clears throat> I'm willing to say that. But if anyone you know, confronts me on that. I'm going to be like, no, it was the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> Hello. It's like yeah. unprecedented. Have you not heard? Exactly. God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think, um, I don't know if you ever heard the TED talk, um, the whole why 30 is not the new 20. Um, mm. I think there was a psychologist, um, Mac J. Mm. I want to say, sorry if I remember. Look the it up people. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, before that, I so, sort of always had this tugging feeling of that I knew, I guess, in the back of my mind that I'm trying to procrastinate or escape from the reality that mm-hmm. I should hustle more yeah. or I should do better or mm-hmm. I should try harder. And I think I'm not blaming the culture, but New Zealand is so lax. Like, yeah. we, as the people... It's such group, a relaxed yeah. culture. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're almost frowned upon if you're too pushy like you're almost... yeah the type a personality is it's definitely not favored here yeah yeah so i definitely feel like um i've toned down so much like, mm-hmm. i've wind down quite a lot yeah. um and i've given myself so many excuses of settling for you know i'm trying to figure it out but um experimenting is not the excuse for procrastination like yeah. i i it's not that i frown upon people that experiment with stuff mm-hmm. but you have to almost experiment with an intention it's like the whole like it's okay to fail but make sure you learn from it like fail yeah fail well What's yeah that? i can't I'm, I'm butchering this but there's something where it's like fail with a purpose or fail you know yeah learn something from yes, it exactly. yeah essentially Don't just fail for the sake of failing yeah. Yeah. and i would even go one step further and say that before you fail or mm-hmm. like when you're trying to sort of think about the things that you want to try yeah. um are they things that are something that's at, at least in a general direction that you want yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. So you don't don't try things for the sake of trying things. Yeah. Like if you want to try something, it's because you actually want to know what's yeah, on the sure other it's side. Worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I do feel like, and I, I I feel like the last few years of my university years was hard, was pretty difficult for me. Yeah. Um. So coming out of it. I just wanted to relax. I really just wanted to yeah. kick back and do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't go forward with my prof's um, studies to get the whole become a barrister, um, solicitor yeah. of the high court. Mm-hmm. So I did not do that. Um, I didn't go ahead and do my CFA charter, yeah. even mm-hmm. though I was set in a really good position to continue that, and I didn't. Yeah. I just wanted to sit back and relax. And I almost... Do you in feel some like ways, you, you kick went myself. too far to like relax? Like you, yeah, you, you swung the other way. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it's not that I, I shouldn't have allowed myself that luxury, but I shouldn't have let myself go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, um, at least in that aspect. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I guess also, I'm. I always just laugh because when I was younger, when you'd hear like thirty is, oh, I, I feel like I heard forty is the new thirty more. Yeah. Um, and I'd always just be like. Is that just like propaganda put out there by forty year olds? Like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. like no one under forty is saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like people who get to that age, all of a sudden, like, I don't like it. Let's make it different. Forty is the new thirty. Yeah, and the fact is that you know, like you said, we have like a biological clock, and yeah. 
things like that can't be ignored. Human have human needs. You still mm-hmm. need shelter and I don't know transportation, like the, the basics. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. s- are still there. And yeah, and your body is deteriorating. Like yeah, unfortunately, I mean we we do live longer. That's for sure. I, I yeah. mean we're not in like the seventeen hundreds. We're like. I'm close to death at 30. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, not close to death. That's a bit of an exaggeration. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm you living... Have very high risk of yeah. dying. <laughs> I'm living, like, a good 40 years more now. Than, yeah. But, but still, like, there is a difference between, like, your average 60-year-old and your yeah. average 30-year-old or anyone yeah. younger. And but. statistically, um, it's still true that your early 20s or your first few years of your careers mm-hmm. are instrumental to your sort of yes. future yeah. um, performance and stuff like that. So that definitely... Um, like weighs on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I almost wish that I had pushed myself further. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to be more uncomfortable in that sense. See, funny, whereas I would say I wished I'd, I'd done more stupid things... Career-wise, like, I wish I had just, um, I mean, I don't know how I would have done this, but I wish I had just, like, done a greater variety of things as opposed to just, like, pick something and just, like, apply myself to that one thing. Yeah. Even if I didn't apply myself very well, but you know what I mean? Like, I wish I'd Mm. figured out that, like, maybe I went into, um, geez, my brain's blanking, but let's say, like, I went into teaching and I was like, yeah, Yeah. this is definitely not for me. But would you Um, say that you have... Uh, is that the whole intentional part of things? Were you intentionally yeah. looking or No, I wasn't. That's yeah. that's the thing. I wish <clears throat> I had intentionally. I think it was almost sort of like a like I just want to get started. Like I just want to I I don't know what I want to do, but I just want to pick something and just like get on the road, get going. Yeah. Which is kind of what I did with my career. So I just mm-hmm. picked something and I was like, "Great, this pl- this pays really well." Um yeah. you know, go like faster, it's, go it's, harder. It's, 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 easy yeah. let's just do it and then now that I've like done it for so long and I've like gotten so far I'm just like maybe I shouldn't have just just done the first thing that like yeah do you know what I mean like I should have tried a bit more mm. but so yeah it's kind of yeah it's kind of funny the different yeah it's kind of similar but very different <laughs> yeah interesting yeah. <clears throat> okay so um I think the next few questions, we sort of more or less covered it in mm-hmm. some ways, but we'll, we'll try. Um, so where are we at now? So um, how do you feel like you're dealing with this? Are you giving up or giving in? Are you finding peace? Are you tuning out? Um, I, oh, that's, a, that's a great question. I feel like I am, more than anything, I'm waking up to it a bit more. So I'm like, I'm acknowledging it. I'm like, okay, you're not... Okay, I'm not unhappy, but I'm not yeah. fully happy. So what am I... I'm trying to figure out ways to change that. Mm. Whereas I think younger me was very much just like, ignore it, stifle it. It will go away. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it didn't go away. Um, <laughs> if only I could go back and just be like, Chuck, it's not going to go away. Um, it's fine. <laughs> like, but... You know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm not acknowledging it now. I wouldn't say I'm doing the best job of trying to like better it or figure myself out. Yeah. But at least, you know what they say in AA, the first, you know, step is acknowledging you have a problem. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what the next 11 steps are, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm acknowledging it. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm definitely trying not to ignore it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying not to get it, let it get me down, so mm. we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm probably, yeah, I would say very similar things mm. to that too, that I 
am definitely more aware of um, where I'm at, what's sort of causing that anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to be, and, and I guess this is also why we're doing this podcast, yeah, exactly. right? Uh, ultimately, to talk about it and yeah. have that um, intentional thing of like a purpose that mm-hmm. wh- why are we doing this where we're going with this um yeah so I, I think I'm a little bit of both of the whole finding peace but yeah. also trying to tune out the voices that are bothering me too much like yeah. mm-hmm. you, you do need some of it but yeah. not to the extent that it will blur you or um yeah you don't want it to get get you down completely yeah but it's it's like you can't just tune out everything and just be like I'm not going to listen to any of it because like you said some of it may be valid or even it's just some of it's like good to get you thinking and get those juices yeah. flowing yeah yeah and um yeah and I think from that TED talk as well there was um a few interesting stats on how uh the partner that you have in your 20s are most likely going to be the partner that you're going to have for the rest of your lives or like Mm -hmm. the job that you go into are probably going to be the trajectory that you're going to go on which Mm -hmm. is fear i think more or less it's like common sense that uh, that's probably what's going to happen um the city that you settle in and all that stuff that comes along with it so at this stage i if anything i just want to be more aware and more intentional about what i'm doing where yeah. i'm at or the decisions that i mm-hmm. make going forward yeah okay cool so i think we already sort of encroached on that my next question so we'll just move on um we're gonna start sort of wrapping things up right now mm-hmm. um this is we usually want to do like a fun thing at the end i don't know if i would call this a fun thing because okay, I, I yeah so we we've got a few sources i guess yeah like some a little stats. bit of data <laughs> i do have a cute little thing we can do after okay that, okay that i'll go through with you okay you don't cool. know about yet but let's oh go my through gosh surprises cool. <laughs> um the taipei and you was like freaking out just like what is a surprise i know i don't <laughs> like surprises okay cool so th- this part is not quite surprised i guess um so some some statistics that i got of um stats nz um about the average net worth of new zealanders so uh, based on the 2018 numbers um the average net worth for new zealand's between the age of 15 to 24 is seven thousand dollars so wow (laughs) i know (laughs) okay i will say new zealand is um not very financially literate and i think along with that is yeah yeah and that to me that's quite especially like a 24 year old although this, maybe mm. i'm general maybe i'm generalizing maybe i you know i'm not considering like the, the entire, student debts and stuff yeah, like that true yeah. so um i think that that to me is not too surprising um down the next bracket um between the age of 25 and 34 is eighty one thousand dollars okay yeah so exponential <laughs> yeah um and then the next bracket 35 to 44 is 245,000 that's pretty interesting Houses. yeah 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 definitely okay. and I think later on we'll probably talk about this um and I would say I am missing the mark <laughs> <laughs> What was it? It was um fifteen to twenty four, uh twenty five to thirty four, yeah, thirty five to forty four. Okay, I've got a better time. Yeah, you have a better <laughs> it's time. It's okay. You've got I a mean, better time. Me too. Yeah, yeah. we're still in that. I have bracket. a lot of work to do. <laughs> it's 
fine. Oh my gosh, I hope my parents are not listening. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, okay, so the median age um, at first marriage for New Zealanders based on the 2018, uh, sorry, 2018. I love how you said first marriage. Like, <laughs> yeah, first marriage. Um, uh, and, and civil unit. So let's yeah. be PC around here. Um, for women, it's um, 29.2. Okay. Um, for men, it's 30.4. So around 30 years old, women are around 29. That's a um, sort of increase from, oh God, I didn't write down the numbers. I'm assuming this is like 2013 numbers previously. Mm-hmm. Um, for women, it's 26.7. And for men, it's 28.6. That's a big jump for such a small amount of time, I would think. Between yeah. 2013 and um 2018 which is only five years but yeah oh don't quote me on the 2013 okay. pass so i'm I mean, not too sure but yeah. that was the previous number that was mm. compared to mm. but it is yeah i would say okay yeah. so i'm only slightly missing the mark on um, that i'm missing the mark <laughs> it's okay Today, but at least you've um, got like marriage potential now i need to find a man and get married about <laughs> six months ago that's fine <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, the next set of numbers we have uh, is slightly older. It's 2013 home ownership stats. Mm-hmm. So 43% of people aged between 30 and 39 um, own their own property. That is a comparison between um, 2001, where 54.6% of um, 30-year-olds um, owning property. That's a big drop. Yeah. That's not surprising though, especially in like major cities, you're, you are seeing like um, houses not going up as fast as people want to own them. Like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, largely from, I, I can say globally, like there is a huge emphasis on owning your own property. Like, oh yeah. And rightfully so, but it, it's still like that emphasis is still prevalent as it was back, let's say like 50 years ago. Yeah. But the thing is our population is growing so rapidly. Yeah. And unfortunately, like house prices are going up exponentially and it's mm. like especially like I look at it like if I'm a single person buying a house like I can't do it like yeah not, not in the area I want to live in to be like you know have all the like the comforts the of, yeah terms, like yeah. I, I don't want to travel a crazy amount to work like right now I'm traveling maybe an hour and I don't think that's unreasonable on public transport I'm willing to keep that yeah but even that's like not really doable for me and then compared to like what kind of house I want to buy yeah you know you factor in all of it do you want to be close to work you know you want to have the like do you want a garden do you yeah. want two bedrooms do you want five bedrooms you know all of that plus the mortgage that comes plus, with yeah. it <laughs> am I gonna be, is it you know uh, am I able to is it serviceable to you know, yeah. pay this mortgage mm. like all of that it's not doable and it's not doable for a lot lots of people so something has to change but I don't know which is very interesting when you brought up the whole buying a house alone thing mm. so the stats also says that um 66.7 percent of partnered people own their own homes so um i do think that that sort of point to it's a whole um, later marriage definitely have a part to pay mm-hmm. uh, to play in the whole people buying houses older and stuff like that yeah. because if you're not partnering up earlier you're 100%. probably not going to buy as yeah. early um, and the one big surprise for me for the numbers is also that I know that there's a big drop but 43% of people is still a, a significant number mm-hmm. so to my type A self it almost sounds like hey it is something that's doable yeah. uh, it's more difficult but it's it's like the passing rate of a difficult exam. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Like, And I don't feel like the news media and stuff like that is actually 
playing out the numbers as they are. Like yeah. it's almost made to sound like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. Like yeah. d- if you've done it, it's like wow, cheers, silent clap for you. <laughs> um, house, yeah. yeah, but um, it just goes to show that maybe it, it is not as bad um mm. it's definitely not good no. but i mean i will say like i think if i was a two-income household i would have definitely gotten into the property market by now oh thank you <laughs> okay i'm sorry didn't mean to just shame you right there but okay i mean in your case you've just moved cities like yeah, fairly yeah. recently so that and we I, haven't even really decided if we're yeah, staying here exactly. forever yeah. but i i feel like if i was yeah if i was settled in a city like because that is the next logical step yeah, right if you're yeah. in like a, if you're married I, i'd say yeah you think of like okay we need to own a property before we like bring children into the mix and yeah. have them take all our money yeah so. and i think that's almost uh, primal um, yeah. instinct to yeah. do that um, so I'll end my part I guess with I'm, a quote okay, I've changed my mind guys before we go forward and you give us your quote okay. I'm going to do that fun thing another time so oh, this okay. is going to be the end end oh, 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 oh yeah. god okay um, okay so I'll end everything with a quote and um, hopefully we'll see you in the next episode so um, this is just something I found from the internet it says um, the reason we struggle with insecurity uh, with insecurity is because we compare uh, behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reels. That is so true. <laughs> oh my god, especially in the age of social media. So true. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening in. Um, we really appreciate mm-hmm. um, you sitting around with us and panicking together. Um, <laughs> so if you enjoy this, please um, do share it with your friends, family, your other next door neighbors that's also panicking. Even if you're just laughing at us. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Fine. <laughs> it's okay to laugh at us, not with us. Too. <laughs> We're not super fragile. So um, we look forward to seeing you. Um, and have a great day. Bye. Bye.